everyone. It is time for an astro update. So back on the 12th, Mars moved direct at 3.56 p.m. and that's Eastern time. You will have to adjust for your time zone. But this is changing the energy a little bit because even though he's going direct, he's still going to start out slow, which is really hard for Mars, especially being in the sign of Gemini. Um, Air in a fire sign really likes to go quickly, but here he's he's been a little messed up because he's had to go retrograde and it's just, he's having to go back. He can't go forward like he wants to and it's frustration. So if you all are feeling some frustration and feeling like there's things that are going on and just, ah, uh, you just seem you're trying to move forward and you feel like you're not making progress, but you are. So this is kind of like that energy. Well, as he goes direct, the energy will begin to move, but it won't move as quickly as we would like it. So, you know, this is a good thing because Mercury is still in retrograde and he'll be in retrograde until the 18th. And that's when he goes direct. So <clears throat> here we need to go a little slow because Mercury is a trickster. And he loves to play little games on us. And, you know, they're not funny to us, but in a broader sense, I guess they would be, like miscommunications and things such as that. Um, but I will say this will, Mars going direct will help the energy, but we need to go slowly because Remember, there's a lot of things that are going on. There's a lot of other aspects that are happening, especially when it comes to being disillusioned, to being distracted, and our, our attention pulled somewhere else to pay attention to this when there's something else going on. You always think of the, of the street magician, right? He wants you to pay attention here because if your eyes are here, you don't see what's going on over here right? If you're here, you can't see what's going on over there. So that is that energy. Now, I do want to correct something. I was watching my video and unfortunately I'm the one that edits. So sometimes I do make mistakes. I'll slip up. Uh, I want to say that um, I did say in my last show that Venus was squaring Mars and that's not so. Venus tried Mars on the 9th of January and I said and I, I said square so I do apologize for that confusion because it changes the energy of that dynamic this is the divine feminine and divine masculine and when they are trining each other they're helping each other out so this is about harmonizing and finding solutions and I do believe I said that on there but um, anyway I want to correct that and I do apologize for that so the biggest thing here that I really want to relate to you all is that we can't go worry crazy over the things that we can't control. Now, of course, we need to be prepared. Of course, we all do. But in saying that, we also have to know that um, there are things that do happen and we need to be prepared. We need to be, um, you know, ready to face those. But we also have to understand how we can be our own worst enemy. When we have Mars in Gemini, this is putting a warrior in between two siblings, two brothers, two sisters, and so forth. 
our, our brother and sister. This is siblings. Well, in, and these are twins. You know, the Gemini are the twins. So this is bringing war in between that. Now, coupled with Mercury being uh, retrograde, this can um, this can cause also the frustration that's happening. Um, this can also cause a lot of heat ups and and flare ups in between those close relationships. So be careful there. Watch out for that. And we can also see um, all of that, all of it playing out. Um, you know, when Venus trined Mars, this was, not only was it harmonizing energy, but it was a wake-up call. It was a wake-up call that things are just a little, there's a little, things are out of balance and that they need to be pulled back together. Things, you know, too far one way is just as bad as too far the other way. It's about coming together and finding that that medium so we can all happily coexist together in harmony. This is solutions to prom problems. This is, um, or even, you know, a solution to people that are prob problematic that's in your life. Um, there's a lot of people that, you know, just, they exude <laughs> drama and we have to figure out why that's happening. Now on the 12th, um, the moon moved into Libra at 9.56 p.m. And again, that's Eastern time. So that is aiding us to balance our emotions. You know, that, that was that help. And, you know, Mars in Gemini, it can be very stimulated um, and distracted. So it's about, um, there needs to be a point to where we stop and um, and get busy on those things that really matter. There's a lot of little itty bit things that we can that uh, are problematic, yes, but those have roots, and we have to get underneath that, and we have to figure out what is going on. It's about getting business, getting busy, and fixing it. It's not about yeah, yeah, back and forth. It's about okay, this is the problem. Okay, where is this coming from? Okay, let's fix it. You know, it's like when you are, when you find a water leak in your house, you know, you just don't start, you know, beating down all the walls till you find it. You do some kind of recon work. You know, you have to figure out, okay, what's up? What's with this? And so forth. So also, <clears throat> another aspect we need to look at is Venus square Uranus. And this, again, this is about... Um, stop and you know we have this need for control in our lives we want to control how everything goes and you know and we you know our routines are wonderful um they kind of help us stay focused and they help us stay in you know <laughs> you know um aimed at where we are wanting to go but also if we keep um you know if we put blinders on we fail to see what's going on around us. So stop trying to control everything. Venus wants to have fun. And Uranus says, in order for you to have fun and to fully live the life that you want to live, you are going to have to release all of the BS that's going on in your life. You are going to have to stop and you are going to have to make the changes that need to be made. And that's a lot of the problems that people don't really want to and I can be this way too. When I say this, I'm not, I'm not preaching. Um, you know, I'm part of that. I'm human. And we always want that easy way. We always want that, um, 
easy peasy way, right? And, and it's not always that way um, that those challenges really teach us. Uh, Venus in Aquarius is very loving. It's kind natured. It's, um, it's charitable. It's, it's very, that uh, Venus in Aquarius, Aquarius is about the people. So Venus is about love. It's about giving love to the people and to those bigger things that matter, not just the selfish needs, but the bigger things that matter. Um, but, you know, this is not emotional, though. So, because um, Aquarius, whereas it's for the people, it, it, it doesn't have that emotion. It can be kind of cold. Um, but it's, it's not, it's not meant to be that way. It's meant to be, um, it's, it shows you that, um, fairness in all relationships is required. And this is all of them. Fairness, what is fair? What is, um, you know, what is, um, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander kind of thing. And this goes into other things. Um, you know, laws for thee and not for me. We have to make sure that we are paying attention to that because we can get to that kind of mindset of, you know, do as I say and not as I do. And that's one of those things that, um, that really have us, have misled us into understanding a lot of that, how would you say, um, taking personal, taking personal responsibility. So let me get on here. Um, fairness is here. Also, um, Venus in Aquarius is about personal freedom. Personal freedom to do what you need to do to spread your wings and fly. And this is about in, um, in your relationships as well. This is, um, you know, freedom is within Venus's heart and mind here. So, you know, and this is relationships that allow you to be free, that allow you to be yourself. Um, it's it's really it's really hard for people that are coming from when they come from some of the the mainstream religions and they come over to like a pagan path. They really have a hard time with that concept because of the change. Whereas the pagan path puts responsibility into your lap and 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 you know it offers you that freedom you have the other side that you know those people that are coming from those mainstream religions where um things aren't quite as free that it's more limited there's limitations and going from that one place of limitations to you have to make the boundaries yourself is it can be it can be very overwhelming it can be overwhelming and it can be um, very shocking for some people. So it's about, you know, learning how to, how to release that need to control and, and just live, just live. Um, also, um, this is enjoying your interest. When Venus is an Aquarius, if you want to paint, paint, enjoy your interest, enjoy those things that, um, that bring you happiness um, and art and beauty and those kind of things. Um, this, you know, meeting new people, uh, hanging out with your tribe. These things are all inspired when Venus is in Aquarius. So, and this is more on the side of friendships. Okay. Not really romantic, but this is more like friendships. 
and you know your mind with Venus is in Aquarius her mind really isn't on romance um, this is about connections that she can make that will help her go forward into the future that will help her um, advance in her life to grow and to expand okay now dark moon Lilith I spoke of dark moon Lilith a little bit and she will um, I do want to add something really quick before I go on to dark moon Lilith that Venus is Aquarius is a very very good placement to making your dreams come true so manifesting um, that kind of work so if you know when Venus is in Aquarius that is a good time to make that happen so now let's go on to dark moon Lilith now she is moving um, on the 8th January the 8th she moved into the sign of Leo um, you love Leo energy it's warm it's charming it's um, it's the king right so she is coming out of a lunar sign into because she's coming out of cancer she's moving out of cancer into leo so she's moving from that lunar energy um into a solar energy and this is a shift so she's going to be bringing into light um injustices that were made against the family against the women against children um so in Leo, she wants to come to her power and her purpose because Leo is the sun. It's about, you know, that, that inside living from, from your purpose. Okay. That, that soul, that, um, that essence that you have within you, that pull. And she really wants to live, um, her life, the rest of her life in, in that, so to speak. So, um, this is when we are stepping into the light and wanting to live our life pur purpose. We are also have to understand the shadow part of ourselves. And, you know, that's one of those things that go back and forth because people think, some people will think about the shadow. You know, maybe it's it's not a good thing to go there, but I feel it is. I feel our, and you know, there's many things that go behind this. Um, there's many teachings out there that you can find about this. I, I really enjoyed Debbie Ford when she did her work with the shadow. She did a lot of work to help people come out of that and work, you know, through their addictions, through those darker parts of themselves that, you know, they thought were bad and they learned and she, she helped people how to make those shadows her friend and to understand that we have this light and dark energy within us and we are better when we learn how to harmonize those energies instead of letting one go rampant and and cause destruction in either way it's good to live in that harmony and to not be um to not be our own worst enemy so this is also um, when Lilith moves in, when she moved into Leo, that is also triggering our creativity side, uh, our self-expansion, our life energy. It's bringing her awake to, you know, Lilith is known as the, women, as the wounded feminine. 
the the feminine that was cast aside because she would not bow she would not be submissive um and this is a big part of her myth she has many myths out there and one of her myths is that she was cast because she would not um, be submissive to um to the to the male to that patriarch so you know that's that's very hurtful and that energy, a lot of people can identify with that energy that have been shunned in their life for any kind of reason, whether, you know, it being a woman, it not being a woman, um, and, and so forth. A lot of us can identify with that, that feeling of being shunned because we don't fit into this mold that certain people think that we should fit in. So we can see how how much how how much trauma that can cause within because many of us have lived that many of us have been shunned because we were not part of that clique that we were um that we were supposed to fit into so you know self-expression um that's what we that's what we came here to do to to live our purpose and express that inner part to to live life and to be a human so we are shining here and um you know we can have some we can have those lingering thoughts of going and having fun and, and how that feels and and to release that and to to really shine our unique expression with the world so we do have to watch out for the ego with Lilith and Leo because, you know, she's someone who is, you know, when you have that, that, that woundedness, sometimes you can carry a grudge. You can have that chip on your shoulder. So with that, you can carry on a huge ego. So with Lilith and, and Leo, we have to watch out for that ego. Oh my goodness. So yeah, our ego can be our own worst enemy. It can be our greatest protector and it can be our biggest enemy. Again, harmony, everything in moderation. So we're having to, um, you know, come into, um, it's like a coming to, uh, into who we are and who we are, um, shining our light, shining our our inner light, no matter what that may be. So Lilith will be in Leo from January the 8th to August, the, I'm sorry, to October the 3rd of 2023. So this is going to be an interesting ride and please check in and watch the show on fringetv.online at 8 p.m. wherever you are in the world. And uh, we will have the new Astro Tarot show up and we will talk about more um, more things going on. I will say that there has been a lot of the powerful X flares that's um, happening. So <clears throat> that is amplifying the energy. So you be careful. Uh, headaches, uh, fatigue. Those. If you're very very sensitive, those X flares can affect you. It affects our Earth, so it will affect you. It is an energy. If energy is energy, then energy is energy. Now, many times it can give us body aches. It can make us feel like we have the flu. 
it can make us give it, it can give us headaches. It did. I suffered from headaches last week because of these solar flares and, and I didn't really, uh, I'm like, what is going on? I'm not really one that suffers from a lot of headaches. And it was just, I was having these headaches and it was just like, it was coming in waves. I could actually feel them in waves coming through. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? And, and when I did some research, I did find out that, um, these solar flares were happening and this, you know, whenever those happen, that does amplify the energy. So, um, it can, it can affect you in different ways. So, you know, if you're feeling this, if you are feeling a little down and out, just do those things to take care of yourself, to nurture yourself. I'm not saying go and, um, abuse your body. I'm saying feed your body, feed your body, those things that it needs, uh, water, um, a lot of us are dehydrated and don't even realize it because you were like, oh, I drink plenty of water. Yes, but how much caffeine, such as coffee, do you drink with that? So make sure that you are, you know, hydrating very well, getting you some electrolytes. Uh, make sure you're getting sleep and, um, you know, make sure you're having darkness. Also, people who have trouble with sleep, sometimes getting up in the morning and gently looking at the sun as it's rising. I'm not talking about staring in the sun. Let's use some common sense. Just, you know, glancing at that sun for a second, just a, just a little glance because it helps the cicada rhythm. So, you know, these are things that we can do that are non-invasive um, that can help us through these, these times. Uh, breathing, just being present in your body, um, that really helps. There's small things we can do, and it's not crazy um, woo-woo stuff. It is stuff that has been used for by our ancient ancestors. So um, they used it and, found, and had good luck with it, so it will work for us as well. So just remember, take care of yourself. Nurture yourself. Um, you know, Cancer, we are getting ready to have a, a new moon in Aquarius and our Cancer full moon was telling us that we need to nurture ourselves uh, where we need to nurture ourselves. So stay tuned for Wednesday, 8 p.m. on FringeTV.online and we'll talk about that Aquarius new moon and what that energy means to us as we are coming into the um, Chinese New Year of the Rabbit. So... I will talk to you all then and marry part till we marry meet again.